Hi, busybodies. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Too Too Busy. We're your hosts. I'm Emily Jones. And I'm Rebecca Mensch. As former gifted children turned LA hopefuls, we're too too busy. busy. There's so many things keeping us busy. Big box store toxic candles. Emotionally taxing prestige television. Cyclical seasonal beverages. Anything can happen and everything will. None of this matters, but to two dumb broads, it's the only thing keeping us going. So if this resonates with you, join us here every Tuesday. Unless, you know, you're you're too too busy. Hello. Hello, everyone. Hi. And welcome back to another episode. Oh, my goodness. Another week. Another week has gone by. Yeah. For you. For you. Not us. Because we're two in one, baby. Because guess what? You know how podcasters are always saying, oh, we recorded this a while ago and now it's going to come out in a few weeks. Right. Well, that's us. That's us. We're just a week behind. We're on top of it, actually. We're not behind. We're planners. Yeah. We're planners. We're doers. We're thinkers. We're we have movers. a shared Google Cal. Okay. Okay. So this is serious. Serious. Business. Serious women. Because if you don't have a Google calendar, then you're not doing business. What are people do- when people don't know how to use the calendar on their phone? I go, I've done all I can. If you're writing stuff in an agenda, I'll I'll never relate to you. Look, for years I wrote in a planner. I did. Well, I don't know if they did this at your school, but they used to hand us out. This makes me sound ancient, mm-hmm. but they used to hand out at the beginning of the school year like mm-hmm. a planner. Right, of course. That you would write in. I wonder if they still do that. Surely now they, now they no. hand out laptops. They Surely go, they can't. They go, here's an iPad. Right? I remember when I graduated high school, they were like, next year they're giving us iPads. And I was like, Ugh. But they didn't get, people didn't get to keep them. They like belong no. to the school. But still, that's so cool. I remember my senior year of high school, they had, <laughs> they got us, instead of iPads, they gave us like the shittiest little computers you've ever seen. Like uh, Lenovo ThinkPad. I don't even know what that is. You know how some remote workers, they either get a MacBook Pro or they get one of those black plasticky like PCs. Uh-huh. Lenovo ThinkPad. Ours was so small. It was like a mini. Like a portable DVD player. Yeah. And they were like, no, don't do anything bad on here. <laughs> it's like, what? What are we going to? Like, we're in world religions class. New, Please. Like, new internet is so funny. And it's so funny that we grew up with that because, like, what was going on? No one knew. They were just, like, gave a bunch of, like, children computers. <laughs> and they were like, just don't do anything bad. Don't do anything bad. They didn't put, like, parental controls. Like, none of that existed. It was just like, hey. Well, we might see. That you did something bad. It was just like, hey, don't. Especially like the poor older teachers who were just like, I'm, I don't, u- I'm not going to oh, use gosh. this. You know what I mean? They're yeah. like, I don't. I- now, busybodies, <laughs> I want to be honest with you. Our battery just <laughs> shut off. So, uh, oh my gosh, when you paused, I thought it had cut out and it had died again. <laughs> so I believe we were talking about um, the te- older teachers not being interested oh, in yeah. the technology. You know what Which I mean? Which is hilarious. And also maybe it was the hand of God that <laughs> struck down our, our little audio recorder. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Fox, my world religions teacher, maybe from heaven above. I don't know when. Because we were making fun ah. of older people who don't know technology. Meanwhile... The truth of the matter is a little bit, a little peek behind the curtain, if you will. 
<laughs> Emily and I have been struggling all afternoon with technology. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but when you start a podcast and no one pays you to do it, you kind of have to do every job. So, and <laughs> it's kind of it's not easy. It's, it's actually not easy, it's you a guys. lot. It's actually Luckily, I live with a DP, so we have the lighting. And we are brilliant women, so that's and really then aiding us. Everything else, women in STEM, Emily and I, of famously. And we figured it out. Oh, and I do have an audio engineer brother who also lives here. <laughs> we should get t-shirts <laughs> that say women in STEM. I'm sure there are many out there. Yeah. Yeah. Would people know, though? Would they get it? I think maybe one day. One day. Something to think about. Okay. So this week's topic. Yeah. Okay. And this is a little bit of a niche one. Okay. okay. We're shake. We've been a little general. A little general. Okay. And I've always been taught to get specific with material, right? Because the more specific you are, usually there's more comedy there. Sure. That's what we're working with. Okay. If I could lose that voice, it yeah. was, it's kind of stuck for a second. <laughs> no, she's stuck in it. Snap out of it. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. We're talking about brick and mortar. Brick and mortar. A brick and mortar. Yeah, we're, so we're talking about... Brick and mortar, <laughs> which, <laughs> which is a dying business, <laughs> a term for stores, stores, physical stores that you go to. Yes. A brilliant topic. This is a huge topic because there's so much to talk about. Right. We can talk about how different stores feel. We can mm. talk about how it feels to shop online versus in the store. Yeah. We can talk about how it feels to go to a store now versus like 10, 15 years and ago. And stores that you hate to go in, you know? The stores that just make you feel, oh, bless you. They make you feel like that. <laughs> the stores that, that just give you an allergy attack. I will say, some thrift stores I do sneeze a lot in. Well, yeah. It's a lot of dust. You might say. A lot of dust. No one's so talking about the thrift stores. All that dust. Let's talk about like what it feels like to go into a store now. So <laughs> going into a store now feels dangerous. Doesn't it? It feels harrowing. It feels like all eyes are on you, but the employees don't give a shit. Oh, no. They're like, we don't care if you live or die. And they're so understaffed. There's like none yeah. of them. Right. It's not their fault. No. You know? It's you go in and you're like, I get like, don't look at me. I get it. I get it. When you go into like the store, there's maybe four employees. Yeah. And I'm talking about like, like any the, store. Like the gap. You right. Know? Like a mall store, yeah. grocery store. Like these stores have no employees because I know that if you go into high end store, there's still people. Oh, no. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about Rodeo Drive. People. No, we're talking about the store. We're talking about Madewell. We're talking about when you run errands. A Macy's. Target. Yeah. And the thing about these stores is they feel different now than they did as a kid. There was wonder when you were a kid. It was like, what's going to be in the store today? Yeah. You know? And it was like, this is the crazy thing, okay? Back when we were kids, you had to go to the store <laughs> to get something. You also didn't know what was in style like, you went to the store and be like, oh, I guess that's back in style. You had to go and, like, physically walk around the mall and look around to catch the vibe. Right. Now, I go into the store to do a return. And I'm... I gotta get out of there. And it's the worst 30, 40 minutes, too, when you do Ugh. it. It is... I had, to, I had to drive to Santa Monica to do a return last week. What? Why? I know. Because I had a free people return. Okay? 
Mm. Free people, they I call the night before. They go, we'll hold. Uh, I ordered the wrong size. Yeah. They go, we have the right size in store. I said, okay, I want to try it on. I go to the store. They're supposed to be open. No one's answering the door. Right. No one's answering. No one's there. No one cares. And I go, it says you're open. You said to come at this time. No one showed no up. No one's there. And so I go to the other Santa Monica. There are two Santa Monica stores. I go to the other one. They're like, we don't have it. I'm like, of course. This was a nice hour and a half trip I just made for and this what? Is like, it's like, what is this, 2009? I know. You know, like when you, because I remember my mom, like when we would shop for back to school, she would go up to the people, do you have this size? And they'd be like, no, but the next door, you know, the town over does. You got to go over there. Sure. Of course. It, now it, it's like you just go online. You go, I want this, this, this. Mm-hmm. Send it to me. But here's the thing. And this is where we differ. You go, I, I'll order everything. Send whatever I don't want back. I like to go in, try it on. Yeah, I like to order it, try it on at home, and then mm-hmm. return what doesn't work. But that the thing is, you're spending so much money. Like, but you get it back. Yeah, I. But I like to be. I, I like to be there. I like to be in a coffin of a dressing room. You know, and I like that's where I. I never ever 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 want to be. Horrid lighting, lighting that makes me look like i'm 30 years older than i am well the dressing room in in and of itself Mm -hmm. is a torture chamber it is because (laughs) there's nothing worse than like a marshall's uh nordstrom rack dressing room like literally unacceptable (laughs) like an old navy dressing room unacceptable and there it's such a vulnerable position to be in oh yeah just nude nude with shoes on (laughs) or you have like socks on right <laughs> pulling up pants that don't fit right you go well these aren't they're not even past my knee i go these don't fit the worst is when you you're like let me try this cool dress <laughs> you can't figure out where the sashes go where how no. it ties no your head's coming through the armpits knock 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 need help no no do not no god please no no turn around don't help me <laughs> don't come in here <laughs> don't look at me my favorite is when i go into a dressing room with like 25 items and they go so what did did anything work and you go not a single you one go, literally not one thing not worked. one because i'm a I little am potato a heinous oh, yeah. whale and i need to whale. leave <laughs> and i don't know why the clothing you make here doesn't fit me at all it's actually your problem but i'm not buying it as two like regular sized women right so well you know, I have a bone to pick with a specific store. Aritzia. Aritzia. No one likes that store. I go into Aritzia because I want a denim skirt, which is controversial, people. Okay? It's not, actually. It's not? No. Because here's the thing. I, I bought a denim skirt. I bought a long maxi denim skirt. I thought it was cute. I have received feedback from certain friends that, ah, they've seen me in better. No, denim skirts are in. They're in long denim skirts because the you know 2000s fashion is happening now it's back and i bought this cute skirt but here's the thing about aritzia okay they don't put mirrors in the individual dressing rooms they only have mirrors in the communal space outside of the dressing room so you have to come out with your socks on in your skirt and look in the mirror with two other women who are there who are, you know, near tears. And the gorgeous, gorgeous salespeople have the to stop gorgeous. By. That are in head to toe Aritzia. And I go, oh, this is the biggest size you have. 
is my size is the biggest size you have in the store. They go, oh, well, we carry the next size online. I go, that's so good. That's oh, thank you so helpful. much. And see, you just proved my point, which is just shop online. Yeah, but it's like uh, people should be allowed to go into a store and find clothes that fit them. Well, of course, but, you know, if you don't want to go and into the dressing room in front of the people, this is what I mean. Now, what, what was your relationship like growing up with shopping i've got to say it was bad <laughs> because as a child i had to get husky jeans <laughs> and just let that sink in okay i gotta say it was bad <laughs> imagine being an 11 year old girl yeah in what like 2000 <laughs> i can't do math five five 2005 <laughs> and for me yeah okay so 2000 Three. Three. <laughs> Women in STEM. So imagine at that time, right? Mm -hmm. The ideal body was like a toothpick. Right. And that's all we knew. Super all achievable, attainable, toothpick. Super photoshopped, everything. Yeah. Like we and there wasn't this dialogue about, oh, FYI, that's Photoshop, or like, oh, FYI, bodies are different shapes and sizes. It was like no. right or wrong. It was like you will grow up and look like that. When yeah. you're a kid, and if you, you don't, think you're gonna grow up and look just like the model. Yeah, because that's all you see. Right. And so to have to go <laughs> to get a twelve husky in <laughs> jeans. What store? What store hurt. are we talking? It hurt. This was. We would go to like Kohl's, Macy's, yeah. like department stores. Yeah. And and this was this was hard. Mm -hmm. So is that where sort of part but of my body dysmorphia started? Yeah. Yeah. But it was it the type of thing where you would go like once a year or would you go? It often? was like um, we would do like fall, winter shopping, spring, summer shopping. Spring, summer. Spring, yes. summer. Right. Okay. So it was like a dreaded day, and did the whole family go? Or was it just like just you girls. and your mom? Just girls. Just girls. Our dad would be like, just go. <laughs> just go. <laughs> my dad. Dads in shopping are like, they, uh, my mom forces my dad to go once a year. To like go get new pants and yeah, new shirts. And it's men. his least favorite day of the year, which I honestly understand. I get it. And then dads grow up and then every holiday, every birthday, they just get clothes because right, they they're never buying clothes year. for themselves. <laughs> I, I, I hated shopping. Hated. Yeah. How did you, how did you feel about it growing up? So my mom loves shopping. It's her favorite activity. She'll go for eight hours. Like she'll go to the mall and she'll be there all day. And so draining. Obviously, I would go with her many times, and we'd spend a whole Saturday at the mall. And your case is different because you were the only daughter. Only daughter. So it was like you and your mom. That's yep. it. In for hours, and she has boundless energy. She is the energizer bunny. Okay, I did not get that gene. Okay, I am more like my dad, and we like to sit on the couch. All right, you go. You know what? Leave me with dad. And so. You know when you see like the dad sitting in the chair in the middle of the store? Yeah. That was me. That was me growing up my whole life. I was the dad sitting in the chair with no phone. We didn't have phones. No, and that's what did the I do? Thing. Like what were you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just sitting there staring, looking, looking at the catalog. Looking, uh, 
but I don't know. Like, well, I don't know what I was doing. Or I would be sitting in the dressing room with my mom as she oh, tried yeah. on clothes. Or she'd be like, try this on. I go, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Also, like, you had to wear a uniform, so it's not like you needed that many clothes. So no, you're but, like, mom, please. But I, I still went. And, and because of the long days of shopping and, of course, my body dysmorphia, of course. I, I, I was like, this... Uh, it, it turned into an activity that I could not stand. Now, this is clothes shopping. Clothes. What? It's a it's a different type of shopping, you know, than mm. other sorts. Right. Shopping for housewares. Yes. Shopping for plants. Well, you know, something ha- something interesting happens when you turn, I want to say, 26, 27. Yeah. Where you walk into a home goods. And something clicks. Something inside of you just like blooms. All of a sudden you feel a rush of energy. You go. <gasps> and you, you, uh, you inhale this right. glorious space. And, and, and you, you realize there's so much you don't have that you need. And your eyes are open to the possibilities for drawer poles, yeah. candlesticks, shower caddies. Baskets. It's all, it's all in bathroom one, organization. You know, a dog, dog. Uh, bed it's all in one spot dog bed dog toy dog treat and all it's right there all on sale it's all deeply discounted and if you can find something that's not chipped you're gonna win it's like it's serotonin here's something interesting mm-hmm. about home goods mm-hmm. tj maxx and marshall's which are all the same store right right the area that you go to them the merchandise varies so much it varies and it's that's a, a secret and that's a secret I saw this woman on TikTok who went to a TJ Maxx in the Hamptons. Uh huh. Oh my God. And they had like designer everything out. That's huge. You go to the TJ Maxx here in Burbank. It's you got like that weird font. (laughs) Slim pickings. Yeah. You got Steve Madden. You got fake flowers. You know. Yeah. And I'm like. This is L.A. We should have an upscale TJ Maxx. So what you're saying is we need to travel to the better home goods. Maybe the Palisades. That's what I'm good. Or like Pasadena. Okay. I think we should go to we should do like a a day trip because we I'd be down for that because the thing about the home goods is like they have things in there that you didn't know that you needed till you got there. Like and you you never would have needed them if you never uh, saw them. uh, No. And, And is this capitalism? Of course. Okay, is this uh, of course? But we must revel. We in must. It. And I, I love. I love. I'm per, you know specifically thinking about a a perhaps a, a bathroom tray, like a little white marble tray that you. Might oh, use a, the trinket, a trinket, a trinket, a trinket. Uh, my favorite type of shopping trinkets. Okay, yes, because clothes and uh, the they're, agony of they're littered, littered with trauma awful right but the minute you go do you want to go to this like cute like candle plant trinket store oh i'm in you go they don't have mirrors and they don't have clothes and it's all about ooh, what's the vibe they go we only have candles and cute pens because when i was thinking of brick and mortar as a topic mm-hmm. another peek behind the curtain guys mm-hmm. What I was thinking was when really you were d- detailed journaling about yeah, topics. I was just um, stream of consciousness journaling. Right. Of course, <laughs> I was thinking the tactile experience of brick and mortar mm-hmm. is what makes or breaks. Mm. And I think for me, at least with clothes shopping, 
It's like racks and you have to sort through and it's like, ugh, it's like hell. I don't like it's, it. It's pure hell. The hangers on the thing and it's, ugh. People I don't are like rushing it. by you. They're, yeah. You know, you feel like someone's looking over your shoulder. But when you're shopping for candles, for, you know, even soap. Soap. Like s- picking something up, smelling it, mm. taking a minute. It's all the senses. Take Yeah. Yes. It engages more. Right. And you just sort of, you can feel but uh, but the issue that I have is these stores, they're going out of business. Right. What are we going to do? <laughs> because that's the thing. I'll buy clothes all day online, but candles? Candles. I have to smell it. I don't what am I going to do? I have to pick it up. I have to I have to give it a, a whiff. You know what? The ultimate store that we're not even we haven't even touched. Aesop Anthropology. Uh, <laughs> I love <laughs> anthropology. Oh my god! You know, Broad City said it best when Abby. You know, they made that whole dream episode of her applying to work at Ab- anthropology, and the candles, the plants—they got the flowy, colorful clothes. It is, it is a paradise. It's like it's also like a, a bit of a treasure hunt like you go into anthropology and you're like oh what do they have in this tucked in this little cove somehow the store is a warehouse but it's so it's this it is massive but it has all these little spaces like oh there's yeah. a shelf full of dishes and then around the corner here headbands they have fragrances oh headbands. it is it's like anthropology is what i when i think about like jessica day from new girl you know i think anthropology yeah, like if if she had been able to curate that that studio loft. Yes, that four adults lived apart. <laughs> I'm I'm working my way through it right now. For the first time? No, oh, I was okay. my like number was six or something. Yeah, it's it's getting like up in the rotation of my watch list. You know what I mean? Like the it's the it's a sleeper show. Meaning yeah. when I go to sleep, it p- lulls me right to yeah, bed. Exactly. I uh, anthropology is so I I feel like when that came into my life I went okay there's a switch here. I w- the thing about anthropology is like why isn't every store like that? Like going into anthropology like it's an experience from the moment you see the door. Yeah. Like the door is always something. It's decorated. And then you open and the window displays are so magical and it's all a a, a bit of whimsy. Mm. <laughs> whimsy. It's, it's all it's fairy tale like. It, it lifts you to this other place. And also anthropology, like the word right. with the IE. Oh, my God. Which, which stores have like the worst vibe, do you think? Like a Walmart? Walmart, sure. I think, I think honestly, the Gap has one of the worst vibes. Yeah, like Old Navy. Old Navy, Gap. It's like, because those, it's like fluorescent lighting. Right. And it's, and it's mayhem. Any store yeah. that you would like think, oh, I should take my kids here for back to school shopping is the worst children's kind of place remember <laughs> that place nightmare night baby gap baby ga- well i don't quite remember baby gap but i remember the the middle gap like even um it- i remember as a teenager in the mall going into like a j crew yeah and being like oh this is sophisticated this is elegance this is like refinement well and you all know, it was was blazers hanging school, on a wall emily i refer to as j crew emily yeah because I dressed rather preppy and um, didn't know anything about the world. It was a time for J. Crew though, because Jenna Lyons was there. Well, things were going well. 
Things were going well. The let's talk about the necklaces, the statement necklace. Oh gosh, do we remember those? Can't, how could we forget? Because they're still in my closet. I don't know what to do with them. What do you do with old jewelry that you know you'll never wear again? Throw it in that bin where you like put the donation of clothes in the but parking I feel like lot they, of a gas station. I feel like they, <laughs> I feel like they break. Not your problem anymore. It's in that bin. You've done charitable work. Okay. <laughs> You take it's your clothes. Gas station bin. You take your clothes. You throw them in that bin. They're always like a random charity you never right. heard of, or like Red Cross. Throw it in that <laughs> bin. Throw it in that bin. Wait, wait, it's wait. not your problem. And also, you've done the Lord's work. Do we remember the Gap, uh, like charity? What, what do you even call this campaign that was red? The the word oh, red. Everything. No, Apple's still doing that product red. Yeah. Yeah. Apple. If you buy a red phone from Apple, it's like it goes to whatever that is. Do we remember? There was a moment. I thought it was AIDS. I don't. Why did I think that? Totally. No, it might be. But there was a moment where where everything that you wanted to buy went to a charity. Like um, those shoes, those slip on. shoes. Oh, Tom's. Tom's. Buy, it was like a buy one, give one right. phenomenon. And there was like a thing with bra- different bracelets. And like I that, think Warby Parker was doing that when they started. That was like a whole moment in yeah. like the early 2000s. It was like greenwashing, the beginnings of it. Greenwashing? You know, when companies would be like, oh, we're like sustainable and environmentally friendly. Ah. It was like that, but like the charity washing but it was cool remember the live strong oh yeah right like there was a moment where everyone said this makes me a good person if you see me wearing this i support it's true and also it was like a simpler time because there was only that it was like we're all doing the same charity at the same time right now right and now we have access (laughs) To everything that's wrong in the whole well, world. Well, now, speaking of brick and mortar, you go in there, they go, do you want to round up? Absolutely not. <laughs> you go, I, I simply can't. I'm not going to round up for charity. Why, like, would, what are, why is CVS telling me to round up? Like, I've already donated what I can when I can. Okay? Right. So I can't just be willy-nilly mm-hmm. doing whatever you are telling me to do. So that you can get a tax break at CVS, at Sprouts. You know what? I... We need to talk about CVS. That's a terrible store. That is a day that I have to go to CVS. I know it's not going to be a good day. I go, I'm going to spend 40 to $60 easy. Oh, CVS is so expensive. And it's things you don't want to buy. No. It's things, it's medicine, it's like weird products. It's like stuff that you're, oh God, I forgot this thing. Like it is the least pleasant shopping experience. Every time I have to go to CVS, I try to just go to Target instead. But, oh, well, that's that's a tip. Maybe that maybe that's a tip. And that is because you can go, you can just wander your, ra- your way right into Hearth and Home by Magnolia <laughs> and just, just take a beat. Right. You know? And you can pretend like, oh, I went to Target and had a fun girl day when all you got were like cotton pads and like Advil. Here's something though. Here's something about Target. You live in the Valley. You have good Target. Oh yeah. I live near Mid City. We have bad bad Target. Bad Target. And that's the thing too is like your shopping experiences. If you stay local, terrible. So the the thing about the Grove is that it is you have to be strategic. Okay. Because you go during the day, late morning, it's during the week. 
it's fine, right? I attempt to go to the Grove on a weekend. See ya. It's literally terrible there. It's terrible. Like, speaking of brick and mortar, could there be a worse brick and mortar experience? Well, and now what they're doing is because of COVID, so many stores have like closed and they can't like afford the space. So they're putting all these luxury stores there. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm not going into Gucci. You know what I mean? Okay. I got to say, speaking of uh, brick and mortar experiences at the Grove, I like an espresso store. Yes. That's another one of those, like, engage your senses experiences. Right. Because when you go into the Nespresso store, mm. they'll give you a coffee. They'll give you a coffee. And you can smell. They'll give you samples. You can look around. But they don't have one of those at the Grove. They used to. Mm, not since I've lived here. Oh, I'm thinking of the one at the Americana then. And at Century City. They have one in the Neiman Marcus. But that's threatening. That's different. That's threatening. There's yeah. a there's a stand for Nespresso pods at inside the like second floor of the Neiman Marcus. And that's a fancy, fancy store that I feel intimidated when I go into. And that's different. I don't like when it's like a pop up of a store inside a store. Please. Because you just want to get out. You yeah. don't want to stay. You don't want to ruminate. When I'm at Neiman Marcus, I'm not thinking about if I need Nespresso pods. Right. <laughs> you know, you're, you're They're not like, like it's like, a one stop shop <laughs> for rich people. Okay. Yeah, truly the only, like, I guess going to the mall around, like, the holidays is fun because it's decorated and there's music. But it's like, it's not that great. Like, what about Black Friday? Oh, absolutely not. I never engaged with that. Not not once, not ever. No. Online. I didn't want to get trampled. I'll engage online. I'll actually, I make a spreadsheet now because I have a lot of cool activities going on i make a spreadsheet where i i keep track of all my favorite brands and i keep track of when what their black friday sales are and their deals <laughs> this what? is har- this is hard news for me to why hear. is this why what's troubling you <laughs> because you have a spreadsheet for black friday deals yeah but i do like that you maintain year round no i started doing it last year so it's like, because about a month before Black Friday, you know, before all the Christmas shopping starts, these companies will start to post what their sales are going to be. They yeah. start to get you excited. So I keep track. So that day of, I go, well, I know what I'm buying on those days. And I also am someone who grew, who uh, Christmas shops in October. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Theoretically, yeah. Because I want it to be done. I get the concept yeah, I uh, Christmas shop on Christmas Eve with my brothers. No, see <laughs> that is that's hell for me. That right there, to t- <laughs> Christmas Eve, you go to the we mall have on a tradition. Christmas Eve. Yeah, you don't you don't do dinner on Christmas Eve. No, during the day on Christmas Eve we go to the mall. Oh, you don't have to clean the whole house. No, because Christmas <laughs> Eve was always at our grandma's house. Dang, so we just kind of vibed. But the thing is, it's like. You know when you're watching a Christmas movie and they're like wandering around hustle and bustle and it's sure. like it, like Christmas elf time. like the scene in Elf with the yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you get that on Christmas Eve when you go to the mall mm. in October there's gonna be pumpkins yeah <laughs> but I know the deals is the thing oh you want deals shop on Christmas Eve I go deals 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 the thing though is I 
I have only bought like appliances and televisions on Black Friday. Okay. You know, like the those sorts of deals. Uh huh. Otherwise, I'm like I'll just buy it when I need it type no, no, stuff. No, 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 no. I'm gonna I'm gonna welcome you in. All right. I'm gonna say, come on in. Your favorite skincare has Black Friday deals. Right, but why would I just buy a bunch of it if I don't need it? Because when it runs out, you get it for cheaper. Ugh, but that's so much planning. Or you see a piece of clothing that you want, anthropology perhaps. Guess what? It's going to be on sale on Black Friday. You keep track of what that is. Okay, so it's sort of like, you know how girl math is a thing, and it's like, if you buy it when it's on sale, you're saving money because Mm -hmm. whatever. My version is like, but if I'm buying it, I'm spending money, but what if I didn't need it then? Well, we always need something. (laughs) I love buying things. This is my problem. This is why I need to make more money. Yeah. I love trinkets. I love things. Yeah. I have, you know, one of my best friends, best friend from high school, shout out Emily Nealon, is a true minimalist. Mm. She, like, sells her things. Like, she doesn't like something anymore, she gets rid of it. She has, like, five outfits that she, like, has beautiful pieces, wears the same things. Till one day she decides, you know what, I'm going to sell it. I'm going to buy a new, like, nice piece. That's, like, what I would want to be if I was, like, the best version of myself. Right. It's, it yeah. is, uh, it seems unattainable to me. It just seems crazy because my closets are so full, but I only wear, like, ten things. But do you ever, like, how often do you clear out the closet? I would say, like, every six months. Okay. That's pretty normal, I would say. Okay. But but the thing is, when I clear out the closet, I'm only taking out stuff that I don't really like. And yet, once I empty the closet, it's still full. Yeah. So, what do we do? What do we do about that? Well, I go buy more things, and the closet is always full. Also, since work from home, let's be real, my plush clothing yeah has really your fluffy clothing's <laughs> taken up a lot more of my closet space i agree and a lot more sweatshirts a lot more sweatpants a lot of sweatsuits yeah a lot of a lot of like sweat sweatpant clothing but have you reached a point with the sweatpant clothing where you're like i uh, like when i put on like let's say your birthday the other week for example we all got a little dressed up to go out right and uh, well, first of all, when we see each other wearing real clothes, it's almost like, oh, my God. I'm are, like, who is that? Who are you all of a sudden? <laughs> it's like, I, and, and we were talking about how, like, it actually it feels good when you get dressed up because we are in sweats. I mean, look what we're wearing right now. So I'm wearing we're sweatpants. In, I am in stained shorts. Okay. You're, you're I'm in wearing sweatpants. men's sweatpants. Right. Exactly. We, like, the bar is so, our work from home clothes are absolute trash at this point. Yeah. And that's kind of, that's the line with work from home. Mm-hmm. And this ties into brick and mortar, believe it or not. Believe it or not. Busy bodies. Because work used to be brick and mortar, right? <sighs> no, that's deep. You thought it was just stores. <laughs> you thought we were surface level. No. No. Brick and mortar used to mean offices as well. Mm-hmm. And now, at least for the two of us, we don't go into those places. Would you trade it? Would you go in back into an office? You know, I wouldn't. But recently I've been thinking, like, I do need to go twice a week somewhere <laughs> to work. Like a coffee shop or something. Like a I brick and mortar store, <laughs> perhaps. I need to venture out to brick I and mortar. I need brick and mortar. <laughs> because the monotony of 
the work from home every day, all day, mm-hmm. and the sweatpants of it all. Like, <laughs> full disclosure, I found myself just picking up the same short I had yesterday, putting it on, being like, whatever. We've all been there. You know? Right. It's on the chair. Mm-hmm. And I just, I need, like, a place to go. I need a... You want people we, to see you. We do everything from home. Like, this podcast, we're sitting in my house. Our podcast studio. Like, all of our projects are for from our uh, houses. My house or your house? Like yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, when you think about it, the only places I go, go are the gym. Right. Or, like, on the weekends if I'm doing errands or something. I know. And then you're like... I. I totally agree. And I also think there's something to be said for community because working from home by yourself all day is like, oh, I'm starved for human interaction. Yeah. You start to kind of lose your mind a little bit. Just a little bit. So I've been thinking like, would I take a job that was hybrid? Because then the flip side is once you have to go somewhere, absolutely not. (laughs) It's like, I want to go because you know, I want to go. I want to go, but if you tell me I have to go, I will not go. Exactly. Yeah, people are complicated, you know? So we always want what we don't have. Hmm. But but it, I think the hybrid model, it's like, it's kind of nice because then you appreciate the days that you don't have to That's go. true. Because then you're like, oh, balanced. good, I don't have to put my pants on. Because that feeling of like, oh, finally I can just be in my sweats all day. Mm-hmm. Like that that joy right i don't have anymore well you know what i have a new rule i wake up the first thing i do is i change into new different clothes i do that but i change into other other sweats. soft clothes <laughs> yeah well me as well but it's still health at least it's not like oh your pajamas again if i had a greater disposable income i would buy myself like nice nice sweats yeah and like outfit like cute ones you know right but i just don't have the funds what do you think you know uh i wasn't at um santa monica yesterday the uh what was it what's that main street called that like mall oh you know what i mean it's kind of like outdoor shopping Mm -hmm. it's like a really long street and there are so many are you talking about abbott kinney in venice or no 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 santa monica okay there's um the promenade oh the promenade there is also i'm sorry i know this is like insider but the fact that you were there yes (laughs) terrible terrible i feel so bad (laughs) you know what when people come to town you got to show them a good time monica pier in the in the september heat girl on Sunday. Me. You're telling me, but you know what? My friend You're had a good r- friend. My friend had to ride a roller coaster. But didn't you just do that the day before? Yes. Okay. Boundless energy. So I want to talk about the brick and mortar stores that I saw yesterday because the Lululemon, the Aloe Yoga, the Beyond Yoga, they like they're I Athleta, I fe- I fear we are all becoming one in the same. As in the brands? The brands. Oh, yeah. They've always been. They all are Lululemon knockoffs. But the athleisure, it's like, uh, you know, at what point are we going to just just melt down to one? One athleisure brand? Yes. Oh. How, how do you pick? How Out of all those brands, how do you pick where you're going to buy? Oh, I go off of, like, what I know. I like the fabric and the fit. So I just go to Lululemon. <laughs> you go, I'm done. 
I'm not exploring. The tried I, and true. I decided, you know, is at like 15 cool and now? that was it. Is, are they good now? I don't now? care. You don't care? I, also, I get those clothes for utility. Mm-hmm. I get them to wear to yoga, to Pilates, to bar. Right, sure. So I need that fabric that I know is going to hold up. I need those leggings I know are going to stay on. But for like loungewear stuff, I'd rather get it on sale somewhere. Mm. You know? No, I get it. But I, I'm just like, I'm overwhelmed with options is what I'm saying. Uh, in a time where the brick and mortar store is going out, the only thing that seems to be staying alive are the athleisure brands. Right. Because we're all wearing soft <laughs> clothes all the time. Yes. We're all at home. We're all in our sweats, our stretchy pants. I think the, you know, I, I, not not to beat a dead horse with the COVID of it all, but we really, something in our brain changed. It affected, obviously it affected the work from home lifestyle. It affected all these stores are going out of business. I mean, the, well, okay. Now, what experts are saying. Yeah. And I know this because I've Direct seen quotes. headlines. Headlines. Okay. Okay. The pandemic of it all like moved our society and our economy at like a hyperspeed so we would have ended up here in like 15 years but it just happened like that 15? in like two. Oh, Jesus. because because everything had to change so quickly like people do you remember before the pandemic like people were working remotely but it was like this like strange phenomenon it, it was like one of those lucky few it w- working remotely was like a course you could take from like a blonde uh, tan woman online yeah. who was like travel the world with it's like me. the women who sell l- who tell you that you can make sixty thousand dollars doing amazon like storefront yes and you're like i kind of believe her but but then at the pandemic it made it uh, commonplace right so but we don't look as fabulous as those people i i, I get that it's a brand to sell Okay, I get, th- but those those courses that, and I I will admit I once bought one during COVID because I was sure. like I am I was doing master class left and right during COVID right, and these women they look incredible. They're like they're always in a large brimmed hat. What is just it with, on a beach somewhere? What, on a beach in a large brimmed hat. What what is it with a hat? I don't I don't even own something like that. Well, as someone who's gotten sun poisoning, you should. I should get it. Yeah, no, but I'm not talking about a sun hat. I'm talking about one of those, like, thick, almost like... Like a visor? Like, you know the Christian girl, Autumn? Oh, a wide-brim hat. A wide-brim hat. Like a felt hat. Yes, a felt hat. They're always wearing one of those, typing away. Well, this was... In the in the teens, in the twenty no teens. no this no was one's only wearing wide brimmed hats well, anymore. Let me tell you, the girlies who are selling online courses to make sixty dollars a year, they're wearing those hats. Sixty dollars. <laughs> Wait. Well, <laughs> I've never come across one of those. My algorithm has not blessed any of my pages with that. I'll send you some Christian girl autumns. I'll send please you some don't. of those gals. Uh, please don't. <laughs> I'm going to send them to you and then you'll you'll be flooded. I'll, I'll sign you up for maybe a promotional email. That's that would what, end our friendship. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> hey, thanks so much. That's okay. Don't do it. I think that would end our friendship if I signed you up to receive a single promotional email. from. One well, of you already accounts. know my phone storage is dismal, so <laughs> I don't is. have room for more emails. <laughs> Which is a little shocking for you personality wise i will say i feel like you are someone that would have always have the ample storage your phone is is exquisite the layout thank you will you, will you tell the busybody it's color-coded it's color-coded i don't i've never seen it's anyone arranged else. by spectrum right 
The apps. Yes. I, w- I wish mine looked like that. Well, do it. <laughs> <You're not>. Oh. <laughs> I, uh, the thing is, okay, everyone always perceives me as being very, oh, you have it together. You're organized. You're mm. this, you're that. And I'm not. I'm like a disaster. My room's always a mess. I never make my bed. Really? I don't ever organize the fridge. I don't organize my pantry's just like full of stuff. Like my desk is like mayhem. Mm. I'm not an organized person. I don't know. You're very calm, cool, and collected. I don't know how people read that about me, but I'm not. Because I think if if some if people put us next to each other, I feel like some people would think that you were the more organized one. Come on. No, because you are. You're very like calm and steady. And I am a little more frantic. And so people often associate like that type of energy with like mess. But but that's the thing. If you think about it, because you're more frantic, mm-hmm. you crave the organization and you do it. Because I'm just chilling, I don't mind a mess. Okay. Think of it that way. I I can't deal with mess. I, I kind of love it. Because I grew up in a house where you could not have mess at all. Oh, so yeah, my either. adult self is sort of, you know, overcompensating, being sure. messier because I never could as a kid. Okay. I uh, also could never be messy, and yet I have gone the opposite direction and just really I leaned think in. You react, you know, you grow up one way or the other. You mm-hmm. either grow up and you're like, I, you stay like that, mm-hmm. or you go the opposite way. Well, and, you know, I, I always swore, bringing it back to the brick and mortar, I always swore that I wouldn't. I would I would never go shopping, right? It wasn't for me. I wasn't going to now par- you do it all the participate. Time. I go all the time. I know. But I go solo. I don't go with other people. No, no, no. Because my strategy is in and out as fast as possible. Yeah. You know? I, I don't I don't wander around. No. I don't take my time in a store. I don't dilly dally. No. And even when I try to, like sometimes I'll be like, you know what? Go and have fun. Look around. Take it in. No. I get stressed out every time I'm there because there's always something else I could be doing. For me, it's like, I just don't want to be here. I don't like the vibe. (laughs) I don't like you guys. (laughs) Also, the longer I stay there, I'm just going to buy stuff. Did you ever work retail? Yes. Where did you work? I worked at Nordstrom. Oh, what department? Lingerie. Ah, that is hilarious. When did you work there? I worked there right out after college. I moved okay. out to San Francisco, had a corporate job, got laid off three months after I started. Woo! Love that. <laughs> and I was working for like six months at Nordstrom until I got my next full-time job. Okay. D- I also worked retail summers, a couple summers in college. Now, how was working retail for you? Oh, terrible. Terrible. Awful. It was so fun because the girls were so fun that I worked with. Like, mm-hmm. we were... It was like a cliche, like we're a gang of gals. Well, that'll make or break it, really. Yeah. You have to have people because you're standing the whole time and you're just like for hours, you know. Right. Especially lingerie. People don't want. I think people probably don't want a ton of help, right? No, they do. They do. Oh, yeah. How many boobs did you have to measure? So many. <laughs> and and people come to Nordstrom specifically for help with bra fittings. That's true. Because they have a famously good lingerie department with, like, will actually fit you for your size. <laughs> and, uh, 
I saw so many boobs, dude. <laughs> so many different ones. You, you look so pained right now. <laughs> I was like, how did I get here? Right. You know? You're right. You went, I went from tech to... But they did Decolletage. pay you a little extra for that department. Wait, they paid you extra to measure the boobs? No, we like made a little bit higher hourly rate than other people. Why? Because we had to like know how to fit and all that stuff. It was more like of an attentive service. Oh. Yeah. We're, okay. It's not like we're just standing around in like the dress department like, do you want to dress or not? Well, Nordstrom is elevated. Elevated brick and mortar. Honestly, there were some experiences where like... It was crazy. You would help someone who had had like a mastectomy or something. Mm -hmm. And it was like the most, you felt so good after, you know, <laughs> like you just like helped this You're like, woman. It's actually the most rewarding job I've ever had. Sometimes it was. And like the friend, like you don't, you don't make friends the way in like a regular job, the way you do like a part time, you right. know, like a customer service oh, retail I job. I completely agree. I worked at a place called Giftology in college which was like a gift. Is that where they like engrave stuff? No, it's like, uh, I don't know. I think there were a few locations like on the East Coast, but it was like a cheaper gift store. Okay. And so we sold a lot of jewelry there and I worked there part time. And the cast of characters I worked with was, I mean, I came home with the craziest stories every day. The people who work retail are like the most interesting people. I know. And some of them are so, <laughs> like, some of them work so hard. And you're like, how do you ever, like, how are you doing this? Because I was, like, what, 23? Just, like, uh, I don't well, know. I think the thing that people don't realize about retail is that you're not allowed to sit down. Ever. That is cruel. I mean, there were there were times where, like, I would spend hours, like, unboxing and sorting jewelry and things like that. And I was like, can I just... Right. I'm not even helping customers. Like, can I please just sit down? And they're also, like, no, there's cameras. And I'm like, who's watching the as cameras? As a customer, why would I care if I walked into a store and they were sitting down? I know. Especially I if they're care. doing a task. Who cares? Yeah. I feel like now, hopefully, it's a little more lenient. I don't yeah. know. But, like, at the time, oh, my God, I had this coworker who came in every day and told me and, and ranted, vented about her boyfriend. No matter. Oh what. yeah, there's always one of those. There's always one. The, the the boy drama one. And and you would look at the schedule and you'd see who you were working with yeah. and it would be like, <sighs> like you'd have to change your personality. Yeah, you're like, for the here day. we go. Or like when they would become like if they were coming in a little bit after you started. Right. You like if you start with someone and then you're like, okay, time to switch it up. And you're like, oh, Jessica's uh, gone. You know. Like or like different managers. You know. Right. Like there was one manager we had and she was like so intense. Mm -hmm. But then when she would leave, we would all be like, Woo! now we can chill. I know. But then she got promoted and she went to work in like Hawaii or something. Good for her. Nordstrom really seemed like a good place to actually build a career. Well, you know, my but I got out of there quick. My best friend that I mentioned, Neilan, the minimalist, she worked at Nordstrom for years in the like what's brass plum, the oh, team yeah. department. BP. And one time, um, my my ex-boyfriend's mom also worked at Nordstrom and so he would often get hired for like seasonal work there and she came into the back room and found him sorting lingerie <laughs> wait like as a task as a ta no <laughs> as a task <laughs> as a task and then and, and at that point it was tense because you know we had parted ways 
Oh. And she goes, oh, hello. As as the man is, like, holding lingerie in the stock room. Well, good time these are the moments you don't get in an office. No. These are the moments you especially don't get working from home. I know. I, that's why I have to create chaos with my dog. You know, I have to create drama. I have to create. Well, is that you doing it? Anyway, Goose is <laughs> giving me trouble. But, uh. That's a terrible tip. Well, you. you know, he's testing you. He'll grow out of it. <laughs> you can, you can, you got this. I got it. I'm a strong mom. You're a great mom. You're a strong mom. Good mom. Thank you. Good mom. And you can take him to brick and mortar PetSmart. PetSmart. <laughs> a fun one. PetSmart. Uh, that's another, that's another fun store for brick and mortars is like a specialty pet store. Oh, take my money. So cute. I lo- They have like the cutest little toys and like these treats a and little, things. A little outfit. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, well, guess guess we're going to continue to shop despite our deeply traumatic love-hate relationship. So I with haven't it. convinced you to shop more online. Mm. And you haven't convinced me to go into a, a fitting room. Well, I guess we're too busy for our own preferences. <laughs> <laughs> what uh what were you too busy for this week? Um what was I too busy for this week? There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I could say for the both of us? Yeah. Is technology. hey <laughs> <laughs> Because, guys, as we mentioned at the top, this was the first time that we were recording two episodes in one sitting. Mm-hmm. Which is common practice for podcast Very professionals common. like ourselves. And we've run into so many problems. Memory full card reader file not working it's all like, tech you know it's all annoying tech stuff which I, neither of us enjoy i although we're women in stem mm-hmm. it doesn't keep us busy because we never think about it right so it's tough it's tough when there's a tech problem that pops up and they do don't they they pop up they pop up and, it, and it's hard mm. um so i guess that's top of mind for me currently <laughs> Yeah, because we're we're really in the midst of that. Sure. What about you? You know what I'm too busy for? I'm too busy for those guys that hang out in touristy areas with CDs. Oh, you mean like the ones who sell them on Hollywood Boulevard? Yeah. Or the Santa Monica Pier. Okay? Right. Because these guys, these men, have their CDs, they're throwing them in your face. They have a little flyer, they throw them in your face because guess what? They want to hand them to you. Because if you take it, they say, give me $20. And it's a scam. It's a total scam and everybody knows about it. But I, I, I'm like, get away from me. I know I don't want you touching me. Well, I don't want you near me. Just, you know, not that it's your fault, but like, that's why you don't go to these places. I understand <laughs> that I would never pick to go to the Santa Monica Pier. OK, I have not. There's nothing there that I need. I don't need a bunch of uh, the things I saw there. At, oh, it's it's harrowing. At 1 p.m. on a Sunday. A couple weeks ago, we talked about how bad Ralph's was, that Ralph's was like a nightmare, harrowing San- experience. <laughs> Santa Monica Pier. Santa Monica Pier is just the same. Santa Monica Pier is like if you took Times Square, but you put it on a beach. Which, think, like, let that sink in. Like, think about it. Because the amount of urine in the sand, human feces in the sand, <sighs> like... You say the word beach and people think like, oh, lovely experience. No, no, it's not. No, it's all like weird carnival stuff. It's people that are that are frying in the sun and and like the weird fitness section. 
Oh, yeah. And there's a bunch of, like, hotel, like, conference hotels. Right. On, like, in Santa Monica on the beach. So it's, like, weird business people, like, wandering around. It's just all the restaurants are, like, kitschy and terrible. It's bad. It's so bad. And I, I, and the icing on the cake, you know, it's the guys that are, like, in your face at, when you're trying to cross the street that are, like, trying to sell you something. And I'm, like... I if you take one more step near me, I swear to God, it'll be the end of your music career, because your mouth won't work. Because I'm gonna punch you in it. I wonder what's on those CDs. Probably nothing. Probably nothing. A little jazz, <laughs> <laughs> a little Disney. Just a little, just a little happy birthday song. A little happy birthday. <laughs> they're just wishing you a, All they're trying to do is wish you a happy birthday. It's our podcast. Maybe that's what we should do. We should put our podcast recording on, on CD. CD-ROM. We go to Santa Monica Pier. We shove it in people's And we go, you, for free. Free. Just Take listen. <laughs> listen. Listen. Tips Leave accepted. us a review right now. Right now. <laughs> we, we start like doing man on the you street know, interviews. I don't think anyone has ever done that before. I think that could be innovative for Groundbreaking. us. Groundbreaking. Yes. We can put it on USB and everyone will think it's like a virus. <laughs> no, it's just our voices in your ears. <laughs> We're like, yeah, it's toxic. Sorry. <laughs> oh. It's like at, a, at Groundlings, they always play toxic because they do. Yeah. Like if you've never been to one of their shows, it's kind of like SNL where they play music with a live band in between and talk. And there is, they always play toxic and it's always the highest pitch on the piano. It's like, it actually hurts your ears. It's like, why is it, who's doing that? Whose choice is that? Uh, The musical director. Sorry. I'm not trying to offend. I just, you know, it it doesn't need to be that high. There's a Britney Spears musical on Broadway right now. Did you know that? Once upon a one more time, and it's about it's about the princesses with the music of Britney Spears. I never even heard of it. Yeah, I know. Well, I think it's closing. Oh, but like, but it was like a like a pop musical. Yeah, hmm. I would have seen it. See, okay, you couldn't get me to move back to New York ever, unless I was like <laughs> an, an gonna live part time. Yeah, yeah. But I do wish that we had Broadway here. I know because missing like the shows like i really wanted to see sean hayes and like his tony winning you know like, yes going to like see Art. those things we don't have you can go to like see the touring shows, but like come on we want the real thing what do we get a movie premiere what do we get what do you get <laughs> somebody hold me too close name that musical Oh my god! You know when you put me on the spot, my mind blanks. It's company. You've done this before. It's <laughs> I know, but it, I freak out. This is what my friends and I. This is a game we play. We go, what's what's that from? No, what's I don't. From? I don't like being put on the spot. All right, but I love improv. We love it. Oh god! <laughs> and I guess with that, love you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Too Busy Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Too Busy Pod. Please like and subscribe so when you're too busy, you never miss an episode. Rate and review, but only if it's nice. If you're a busybody, let us know what you're too busy for. DM us a topic at Too Busy Pod or email us at Too Busy Podcast at gmail.com and maybe we'll chat about it on next week's episode. Thanks. Love, Love you. Bye. bye.